Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Open Mic Night, where we discuss anything from the paranormal to world headline news. And now your host, Bishop James Long. And now we're going to say hello to our friends there on uh, Spreaker as well. Let me go on Facebook and open that up. Because if I don't open it up, then it messes everything up so no one can join us. So let me do that uh, right now. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's miserably hot. Well, thank you for the universe. I sincerely appreciate that. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's open it up on uh, Facebook. Now it's open up so everybody can join us. That's how it works. Uh, all right, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Bishop James Long. And if you want to go to my website, it's pretty simple, bishopjameslong.com. That's it. And uh, so you can check that site out. And... Uh, yep. Uh, so, okay. Uh, just to remind everybody that I run the show on three different computers. Okay. So uh, if you ask a question, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's just I'm already being asked questions on Messenger and uh, Twitter. And we have a, a you know computer here, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We have Instagram over here. And then we have TikTok over there. So we have three different computers. So I may not be able to see what you're writing. However, I'm going to be here for a little bit with you today. Uh, so just that's, uh, that's, yep, uh, that. Someone's asked. Yes, I I was I was on Ghost Adventures on the uh, the Bobby Mackey's episode. That was a long time ago, uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Eli Roth is the new show. Eli Roth presents Legion of Exorcists, so I'm a cast member there. So we'll we'll see about season two. I don't know, I don't know about uh, if there's going to be a season two yet. Uh, we will just have to figure out. We'll just have to we have to wait and uh, see what they say. So uh, again, I want to remind everybody that uh, for the first half an hour, I, I don't really do any paranormal questions. The demonology questions, and that is because we've been here for quite some time. Uh, Miss Wilma and I, we just have a good time. We we joke around for about thirty minutes or so, and then we go into uh, your paranormal demonology questions. Miss Wilma gets a little scared. Now she gets very, 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 very scared. So uh, you know, we just we don't want to frighten her too much. Yeah, this is what Miss Wilma's. Uh, that's what Miss Wilma's real entrance is. This is what this is what she plays on her scooter when she's at Walmart, trying to attract the men, trying to attract her boyfriend, and it works. I'm telling you, folks, I am not kidding you. She just, yep, she's dancing right there on the scooter. I could see her now going down the frozen section, and her and her boys are asking her, "Hey, honey, we can buy you an extra meal if you want it. Just come on over." And Miss Wilma does the chicken dance. 
telling you, I saw her. Do you think I'm kidding? I'm not. So, oh, yeah, and of course, you know who I'm. That, that brings in. Yeah, there it is. There we go. There we go. That's the real, that's the real story. She was. Yep. She was raised in a barn. She was. I'm telling you. She was. I, there you go. Hello, Miss Wilma. How you doing? Sorry, you had to wait. I'm sorry. I wanted to look so good tonight. I wanted to, I fixed my hair and put on my dress. Sorry, you had to wait. Okay, uh, okay, you fixed your hair and you put on your dress. Uh-huh. I wanted to look good for the night. Um, Miss Wilma. Yes. Huh? <laughs> You're, I mean, your donkey really sounds like it's dying. I, I, I wish you would. I wish you would not ride in on a donkey because every time you do that, don, that donkey sounds like it's about to die. I was. Every time, just leave your donkey at home. I was not raised in a barn. Thank you very much. I was actually raised in a hospital. Um, that explains are, it. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Are you doing okay, Bishop Long? Well, I, I was until uh, someone answered the phone, and now I have to take my anxiety medicine. Oh, it's well, a ching. I, yeah, yep. but I mean, are you actually, are you okay? Well, yes, I'm okay. Well, that's good, because you want to go. You, I heard you say that uh, you was ready to fall. <laughs> boo, boo, already? No, 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 no. That was terrible. I said I'm ready for fall. Well, Ma, please. You know what? I, I, okay, I can't take your donkey, and I can't take your corny jokes tonight. I just can't. I can't take it tonight. I, I, I just, I, I'm, uh, my, I'm, I just don't have enough. I got, I got to hold on. Wait for everybody. Hold on. I'm sorry. I worked hard tonight. I think I was Why are you putting on a mud pack anyways? Because your Walmart boyfriends? She does have Walmart no, boyfriends. I don't have she no does. boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Right. No boyfriends. Now look here. You can sit there and yeah. sit. No, 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 no. Hold on. You're not going to. No, 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 sunshine. You're not going to just. No. Because you do do that. You absolutely you do that. You were going in there and you're. Oh, what am I going to do? I don't know if I can get this car out of this thing. I don't, that's what she did, everybody. So I took her to Walmart, and she's and there was this guy. She's like, "Oh, I just don't know how I'm going to get this car out. I need it. I need a. I need a. I need a strong man to help me out. That's what he's actually. I went to the doctor the other day. Okay. My doctor told me that I look like a million dollars. Okay. He did. He said, I, I did. I look like a million dollars. A green and wrinkled. <laughs> you don't like that joke. I, I don't know. <laughs> Folks, again. You it, know, it, I am so amazed at my brain. Uh, I'm so smart. Oh. But it really it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it 
something so smart. It's it's really nothing, you know. <laughs> uh, Donkey, what do you think about that? Yep, he's dying. He's dying right here. You, you need to give him mouth to mouth. Your donkey is dying. I don't think you're going to be all, You're not going to have a way home. You, you, Good grief. You, you, did you hear about what happened Thomas Edison? Oh, please tell us. Thomas Edison, he did great in that light bulb. He, he really did. That was a bright idea he had, especially trying to look in the dark. He, 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 he's trying to work in the dark. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, I understand the joke, and thanks for repeating yeah, it. Yeah, it's just so I, so I, so I wouldn't but miss but it. Thank, I appreciate it. It was. It was actually in the dark when the poor boy died. Oh. I think mean, it's pretty good. Weren't you asleep yeah. earlier? Maybe it's time. It's past your bedtime. It's old dark 30 or something. Huh? What's that? Can you imagine? Hmm. When people were seen for the very first time, when the Wright brothers invented the plane, they'd probably say, "Is that there? Is that there? One of those dinosaur birds flying around?" <laughs> Get it? That's, That's down the tubes. Down the tubes. Miss Wilma, please get out of the bathroom. Please do not. I'm I've, not we've in the talked. Ab- we've talked about good. this. Do not. Tell jokes when you're on the restroom. You're, you're, okay. in, you're, you're Please. Pushing you're pushing my I'm buttons. No you're pushing my buttons with these jokes. I, Man. I, I, I'm not in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Thank you very much. Well, okay. I, and I appreciate you getting all self-dolled up with the, with a makeup and dress on the radio show. Uh, hey, do you know how hmm? Christopher Columbus paid for his trip? To the to the new land. No. He 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 just he uses discover card. Get it discovery. Man, Wilma. <laughs> Someone. Okay, look. I tell you what. It, you it, know. Wow. You know that is amazing. Christopher Columbus. He had discovery cards. What amazing thing! I don't have one. <laughs> well, that's true. That is that is true. You have you have not left the 18th century yet. Yeah. That's true. That is, that is a true statement. There's uh, something off this picture. <laughs> you don't even you, you won't even have a prepaid card because it drives you crazy. So, so you're, I I don't understand all that. And Miss Wilma I, and, and, and Miss Wilma, she will not check herself out on one of those checkout lines. Oh no 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 no, she would she doesn't like those things. She does not like them. I don't like change. Just listen, you know, I don't. I don't. I'm 68. And I would try to live out the rest of my years unless they stop messing with my brain. Sixty-eight years old. Yeah. Man, what was Jesus like? <laughs> well, I don't know. But I don't know. But you ought to know when Adam when he. No, dirt. see, no, see. There you go. First of all, Adam didn't make the dirt. Okay, so you're, you're trying. You're trying to get. You're, you're trying. No, touch. You're trying to throw shade right now, and I have just caught it and threw it right back there. I am I am so calling your boyfriends at Walmart and tell them pick her up but get her donkey out of my studio right now. I don't have a boyfriend. Thank you very much. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what you got, but she does. She has a lot of. She has. Miss Wilma went out. She got her hair cut. She got her, her hair did. Everybody. She got her hair did. And, yeah, and they got pneumonia. 
and yes, and do you know why? Because there was a there was a so Miss Wilma she she's over here doing her hair did she getting her hair getting her hair did and uh, a guy walks in and he said, "Well, how you doing?" And she said, "Well, how you doing, sir?" And she just batted her eyes, and he. Get, did you give him a, ki- a little peck, or did you? Or did he give you a peck on the cheek? Yes, he did. Then that's you know what. He should have kept his lips to himself. True, true statement. <laughs> he should have what? He should have kept his lips to himself. <laughs> well, there we go. So, oh, uh, Suzanne says, "Well, she doesn't like chains. How can she use quarters and dimes?" Ah, there we oh, go. I love that. Yeah, that's you can't. I'm telling you, folks, Wilma. I, she, if you if you know how to uh, if you're if you're uh, a comedian, you know, I'm telling you, we got to get a hold of Miss Wilma and uh, we got to send her some good jokes. Some so I'm bound and determined to give her that a round of applause. One day, the, the audience is going to do that. Uh, uh, Elna says that she is great, and some people love loves your like Joanne says they love your laugh. I mean, my goodness, their ego is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I I tell you what. (laughs) I don't even want to go there. Wait, wait, wait. Whenever you see me, you're going to have to curtsy for me. I'm going to do a what? You're going to have to curtsy for me. I'm going to have to do a what? You're going to have to curtsy for me. Hold on. Let me turn. Let me turn. Okay, say that one more time. I'm going to have to do a what? Queen, you know, you bow over in mm. church. Well, I, you're supposed to curtsy for me when you see me. Because I'm the queen. Now I'm so famous. Miss Wilma is uh, the queen of the holler. That's what she is. The queen of the holler, folks. I, I, you, you, you have to bow or curtsy. Okay, men don't curtsy. It's curtsy to it. So I'm not going to curtsy to you. Men no. don't cur- Men don't curtsy. Women curtsy. Okay. Uh, men, men, we 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 bow. We don't curtsy. Oh, I could okay. Men bow. I could see. I could see me curtsy. I'd break my. I would break my. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to get. I, I would fall right on the floor. That would be it. That would be it. I'd fall right down. Plop right down the floor. No, men don't. I'm telling you. Here you go the queen of the holler, everybody. That's what Miss Woman is. The queen of the holler. We got a curt. We got a curts. That's what they call it down in the holler. We got a curts. They don't call it curtsy. That's too long. That's, that takes too much time. You got a curts. Well, that, that, yeah, that, that curts. That's for women. Okay, I get it. We have a curts and me and bow. Curtsy, right? curtsy, curtsy, not curt. You're not curtain. Okay, well, whatever you just said, they did right. <laughs> Let that there. There we go. Well, so next time. <laughs> I am, folks, I promise you. I, I keep telling her, I promise you, I promise you, I am good. People... <laughs> Miss Wilma, they are saying they want you to see a video of you because they they just want to see a Miss Wilma. Uh, we're going to do well, it. I promise I, you. I, I really hate for you to have to do that because once you see me on the, your 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 iPad, it's going to break your screen. The cream, the cream. Oh, Mr. Producer, why would you play that? Why would you play that? Don't don't get her started. Don't get her started. Did you say Miss Wilma? Well, shoot, the iPad just cracked. 
Well, I tell you what, folks. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it quacked. And I think this is called <laughs> Oh Drink 30 time. Oh Drink 30. Yep. Let's go. Let's go, folks. That's it. We have to do it. Oh, it's an old drink 30 time. Cheers. And this is water. Cheers. This is what I mean. Drink some moonshine. Cheers. <laughs> did, 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 did you hear about the poor pony? The what? The poor pony. The poor pony. What happened to the pony? He was sent to his room. He wouldn't stop horsing around. <laughs> oh, that was come corn, corn, corn. That was corn-fed corny. Corn-fed corny, I'm telling you. Man. Come on. You, Give me some of that there corn. You need some of that, some of this, what I have in this bottle. That's what you need. That's what. That's exactly what you need. You don't need oh, corn. I don't know, but I don't think I can handle that stuff. It's water. I never drunk a lick in my life. Folks, uh, Miss Wilma drinks moonshine. Uh, that, this is a PSA announcement, a public service announcement. Do not drink moonshine. I'm drinking water. I'm not drinking uh, moonshine. Yeah, but I never drunk things in my life either, you know. <laughs> you know what? what one day I'm going to have to. I'm going to. Uh, one day, folks, what I'm going to do. What, to, I'm going to do this for you, Miss Wilma, because I love you. I'm going to make you the best Long Island iced tea in the entire world. How's that? Well, I don't think so because I don't like the word Long Island. It don't sound very good. It sounds like something in that there tea. <laughs> no, no, it's it's just a Long Island iced tea. It's a Long Island. I mean, that's where it comes I'll from. Stick, so, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Lipton. Okay. Well, you know, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I'll stick with Lipton. I, I, I don't know about that Long. I don't know about that there Long uh, Island. You know, you know what's really good, Miss Wilma? I'm going to bring you over some Malibu uh, with Sprite. There we go. That's Uh-oh. good. Yeah. Uh-oh. Malibu with Sprite. Yep. I don't like the sound of that either. For That's heaven's sakes. Miss Mighty Fishy. Tell somebody you should say, I don't want these bad either. Well, well, let's, let's Mad Dog 4040. How's that? Or is it 2020? Well, you can be mad all you want to. I'm not drinking yet. Man, I'm just, we're going to have to work. We're going to. We're going to have to work on this, folks. We're going to have to work. That's all I, I know. I, 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 went, I went to hmm? a party one time. It did hmm. Robert Rack, and we was all sitting around there. And anyway, this man brought in this pretty little bottle with a ribbon around it. And I thought, well, isn't that cute? Well, anyway, my cousin, I was sitting at this big, long table. He said, he said in front of me, and he was kind of pointing, he looked at me and he was like, no, 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 like, you know. And I thought, why is he saying no to that bottle for? But it was pretty, with the pretty ribbon around it, until I found out they put something in that. <laughs> but that's why they told me not to drink that. There's something in that there drink. Okay, I... I, I... That oh, that really happened? Oh yeah, that wasn't a joke. That that that's what really happened. Well, I I could you imagine fireball whiskey? Oh my goodness gracious! I tell you what, uh, uh, I mean, whew, honestly, I, and this is n- no joke. Now, I I truly do get intoxicated 
uh, if I, wine coolers, two wine coolers, and I'm telling you what, I am dancing like Elvis. I am seriously, it's not, it's, it's not a good sight. Two wine coolers, as I don't drink. So, uh, but I, I will have to, we'll have to, uh, Long Island iced tea. It sounds so good on a hot summer day. We'll have to figure what, what that. really is that? Oh, it's a drink, girl. It is a drink. And let me tell you something. Oh, you going to be dancing. Well, I'll keep that Long Island out there, and I'll, yeah. keep, I'll, I'll stay with my gifting. Uh, you know, I believe. Praise, praise Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you for spirits out of my life? Well, hey, Fast Rick is your name. Praise Jesus. Uh, that's called a block. Bye-bye, Shaniqua. Okay, there. Sorry, I had to. I had to uh, block somebody who is praising Jesus. I'm, I cast you out. I cast these evil spirits out. My God. Oh boy! Wow. And, and, and you know what? There we go. There we go. That's 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 there we go. Wow. Thank you, Mister Mister Donkey. You can lay back down because you're about to die. Give him some oxygen, Mister Producer. Uh, he needs oxygen. Okay. Yep. But you know. When you go to uh, these movie theaters now, and you know, they, it, I've noticed something Walmart has that they have the candy that they have at theaters, and also they have this tea. It's called Gold Peak. Uh, my cousin was telling me about it, and you know, I love that tea. It's called Sweet Gold Peak. Sweet Gold Peak. Oh, 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 Ellen, believe me, this is. Yeah, every yeah, I have that every time Wilma drives me crazy. It's like okay, it's old, it's old, old drink thirty time, old drink thirty. That, that wasn't that wasn't a joke. That that's real. That, that, that Walmart does have that, like when you go theaters. Yeah. Uh, they have that uh, coat. They have that tea now. Hey Wilma, let me talk because I want to see. I really uh, I want to talk to you about this before we get into your uh, if your topics, if that's okay. Because I really want to see about your thoughts on this. Okay. Okay. You're you're not gonna like it. And I'm going to be really interested to see what you see, see what you think. Okay, so artificial intelligence—it's uh, an app. It's basically a computer, uh, a computer app. Well, there's some crazy things. So you can type it in, uh, type in something, and um, you, whatever you want. I ask it a question. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think they're stupid. There's no way I would pay for one because the number one, they're very expensive. At least I think they are, and I just don't like them. But it, that's me. But anyway. An artificial intelligence powered app, an app that you can buy on your phone, it now lets you chat with allegedly Jesus and other biblical figures. Now, listen to this. So it says, Text with Jesus is a new instant messaging application powered by ChatGPT that allows users to chat with Jesus Christ and other biblical figures impersonated by the popular artificial intelligence program. It's created by Cat Loaf, uh, Loaf Software. It's an app development company in L.A. The new messaging program features a plethora of biblical characters from Jesus. You can talk to Jesus. You can text Judas. Uh, all the apostles, uh, Ruth, Job, Abraham, Moses, anyone you want to. And even if your dark side takes over, you can even text Satan. So the app was launched recently and has been getting mixed uh, feedback online. Reactions have varied from amusement to accusations of blasphemy and heresy. 
uh, which is really not that surprising considering the sensitive topic. So that's what they're saying now, that artificial intelligence. And, and here's what's scary about this. You, when, you, when you text on this program, Wilma, it's like you're really talking and texting a person because the response is very fast. You can text and it will respond to what you say. So if you say, hello, how was your day? And it will, re- it will reply, my day was fine. How was yours? And you're, it's almost as if you're, that's what the whole point is. So now they say you can text with Jesus. What do you think about that? No. I agree. You, you cannot. It's crazy. Uh, whoever, uh, if you get that, start texting to people, then I don't know who's at the other end texting you back, but it's not going to be Jesus. Well, it, it, it's basically well, it's a it's an artificial intelligence. It's computer, so it, it's it's a it's a it's a computer program, and you type it in, wow. and it will respond to you. I mean, it is really insane. It's it is dangerous, dangerous. Remember, uh, did I tell you about that video? Did I I think did I tell you about that video uh, when I asked you to look at that little girl and talking about? Um, uh, oh yes, and you told me she wasn't real. She wasn't oh, real. That's if you don't, if you guys know what I'm talking about, it is the art. It's the uh, the commercial. It's about the child hunger or something like that. What is it called? If you guys know that, hold on, hold on one second. Um, I can't, I can't, what I can't remember what it, what, what it's actually called. But it, the little girl I, was saying, "I'm hungry." Yeah, I'm a little boy, and then and then she says, uh, "So if you guys know, if you guys can remember what that is, uh, hold on, because that was." Honestly, when I saw that, I am hunger. There it is. That Diane, thank you, folks. Listen to this. I am hunger in America. That's what it's called. And there is a. Uh, it's a YouTube video. I am hunger. Let me turn off this air conditioner so you can hear it. Uh, and it's called I am hunger. And I'm telling you guys, this was. And she's not real. And she's not real. Listen, hold on one second. Let me do this. Hold on. I am what child hunger looks like in America. I am a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites me to a sleepover so I can have dinner. I am a 15-year-old girl who goes for walks during lunch so my friends won't know I don't have anything to eat. I am a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school just because I'm hungry. I was created by artificial intelligence from faces of the She's not even, this is, that's the, she's not even real. I mean, and when I saw that, um, that, that was really, and I've talked about that before. When I saw that, I thought, holy smokes. That to me was that. That was frightening. Just people going around making people think that they're real. And yeah, it is creepy. It is creepy. All right, what else you got, Miss Wilma, for us? That is very creepy. In California, a man's home was caught on a camera. It was recording a bear burglar. Oh, broke into his apartment. He ate his food. He wrecked the TV and then took a nap on his bed. Well, that's like Brian, the three bed. While he, his name's Brian, while uh-huh. he was 
uh, with his friends on the lake, his phone received an alert from his camera that someone broke into his living room. But when he left, he was shocked to see a bear in his apartment. He said his landlord, he called his landlord real quick, and he was nearby. He slowly went to the window. The bear was asleep on his bed. Wow. So the landlord made some noise and woke the bear up. Then the bear climbed back out the window and ran away. I wonder if he's any kin to Goldilocks. I'm telling you, that would be scary, though. That, That would be frightening. No, see, you think that's cute until the bear says, oh, good, now I'm hungry. Thanks for bringing lunch, and you're the lunch. No. Well, I mean, a baby bear now, yeah, I not a big, but a baby bear, can you imagine? Oh, I tell you what. Baby I, bear coming in and sleeping in my bed. Oh, man, I go, oh, look, he's so cute. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it would be pretty cool, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, not a big one now. I'm talking about a baby bear. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, Rosella. It might be uh, it's freezing on your end, but uh, yeah, I, I have a, a new computer here, so it's uh, definitely not uh, on on this end, so you might have to refresh. But, yeah, that's a, that's scary. That is scary thing. That is scary, scary stuff. I wouldn't want that. For the first time in all of the world, everywhere, in Tennessee, a zoo announced the birth of the very first everything in in the world, a spotless giraffe. Oh. He's all solid brown, not one spot. And that said that was around the, there's never, ever been a giraffe that's never been like that. Wow, that's kind of cool. He was pretty, but he was like, oh my gosh. Hmm. Uh, 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 Janine's asking, what is your favorite animal? Me? Uh-huh. Oh, it's between a monkey and a bear. A monkey that and a bear? That's a hard one, because I love them both. Well, I love horses, but... Uh, but, yeah... I think... I, I don't know. I think a little bit a monkey. Not not one of those... Chip, uh, Chimpanzees? Yeah. Yeah. Because the bull monkey, you go on YouTube, his name is K-A-K-A. You watch that little thing on YouTube. I, all my stars, I ha, I check in on her every day. She's, she's amazing. Actually, there's seven of them that I've been following. But this little monkey, K-A-K-A on YouTube, she is a sweetheart. She brushes her own teeth. She takes her clothes off, pours the water in the pan, takes her. She gets in the bath. Sometimes she gets in trouble. Um, but one day uh, the mom was sick. Well, that little thing went got a little stool, drug it too hard. The, the woman sitting on the stool. She ran into the bedroom real quick to wake up the, the, her husband, mm. pulling on his shirt. When he woke up, and the little monkey's like, "Come on, come on!" So. The dad went, you know, to go help her. Hmm. And but she is just. One day, her mom bought her some sheep. The woman bought the little thing. She dressed the cutest dresses. Well, one day she bought her shoes. Well, she put the little shoes on her. She didn't like them. 
So she peeks through the door like where she at. And then she takes her shoes off and throws and puts my trash can. Well, that sounds like a very interesting little monk. I th- someone uh, asking me what my, uh, I would say my, I, I'm a dog person. I love dogs. Uh, I, I, cats, I like cats, but I really, really do like dogs. So, I would I would say for me it was uh, it's probably uh, a dog. Now someone is asking you, Miss Wilma. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough question, Miss Wilma. If you could have that little monkey that you love, or a little baby bear, which one would you choose? Hard. You can only choose I'd one. I probably have to go by the monkey because the monkey don't get too big, but the bear yeah. would. <laughs> well, what what if you could keep the baby bear a baby bear forever, never, never, and it would never grow up? But you have to choose one, either the monkey or the bear. Oh, the bear is going to grow up. Though. Yeah, but let's just say hypothetical. Okay, the bear doesn't grow up. So, in in an imaginary crazy world of uh, of Wilma world. Uh, if the bear doesn't grow up, it's going to be. If that gonna, bear didn't grow up, yeah. I would have my bear. You'll have your bear. I, I, oh, t- yeah. I wish I wish there was a place uh, near Kentucky where I could take Miss Wilma to feed a baby bear. I, I don't know of any. Um, I wish there well, were. My sister and brother-in-law. I forgot what state it was. I think it was the in North. Uh, South, I think it was South Dakota, Wilma. It was either North or South Dakota. I think she said it was South Dakota. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh. So. Well, when you when you drive in, it's they're all over. There's uh, black bears, there's brown, there's polar bear, not polar grizzly. Yeah, yeah, grizzly bears. World, but they're just driving, and the bears are everywhere. But inside of the building, they will let you get any bear that you want. Hmm. And then feed it that baby bottle. Well, maybe we'll, we'll we'll have to take a trip. We'll have to take a road trip one day to. We we'll, we win the lottery and uh, we'll get a, we'll rent one of those, um, I don't know, car thing thingamajigs or, or just we don't have to. Well, we'll just get a get, rent a car and go to South Dakota, and so that way you can feed your little baby bear one time. You would never get me out there. <laughs> You'd be saying, oh, Wilma, it's uh, they're closing. We need to get out of here. <laughs> they're wanting to go home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sorry, Mr. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Jackson says Gatlinburg, Tennessee has adult bears you can feed. It's true. However, it's not like what she's talking about because I've I, we've been to Gatlinburg a lot and actually was at the site that you're talking about, the store. And it's it's not really feeding them. This, you, put them you put food down a long tube and it goes all the way down this tube. And we've been there quite a few times. Miss Wilma, in this place in South Dakota, you can actually hold the bear, hold the baby bear, and feed it a bottle. So, uh, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, you would definitely, you would never ever want to leave that place, no doubt about it. My sister had her window rolled down, Tim Corden, and the guy was hollering, and she's looking at her husband. She's, what's he saying? He's like, roll your window up. Yeah. <laughs> that bear was by her door. She was Tim Corden. All that bear had to do is grab her arm and take her arm off. She's grounded. She is grounded. <laughs> She's grounded. Lennon's grounded. So. Oh, good. Well, I've heard it's, oh, it's past 830. I'm sorry. Well, that's uh, all I know. Well, I know you want to get to your paranormal. Uh, but my movie for tonight yeah. is on Disney Plus, okay. The Ugly Dotson with Dean Jones and Suzanne Posette. When, when that starts out that Dean and Susan take their little Dotson to the vet the very first time. She has puppies. And, of course, when he he gets a ticket, he's going there. 
But while they're waiting, a doctor talks to Dean and asks him if he could take a Great Dane puppy because the mommy, you know, didn't want didn't want the, that puppy anymore. So he does without telling his wife. Oh. But until the puppy gets a little bit bigger, then you know, she noticed. Uh, and then a lot of things starts happening and getting way out of hand. But when he thinks he's also a Dotson, this this great Dane thinks he's a he's a little Dotson, but he's not. Mm. But it is a very funny movie for the entire family. But it's on uh, Disney Plus, The Ugly Dotson. Well, very cool. I think I'm pronouncing that right. We'll have to we'll have to check that out. It's in 1920 movie. Okay, great. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop here. So, you know, I know y'all get paranormal. I'm glad I got to be with y'all tonight. Hope everyone has a great night. And I love all of you. All right. And, and I'll talk to you a little later, okay, tomorrow. How's that? All right. Night-night, everybody. Night, Wilma. Night-night. All right, everybody, that was Miss Wilma. Miss Wilma, she is a hoot, and I'm telling you, we've already established she was. So, yep, yep, she definitely was. She's a, no, she's a, she's a cool person. So we, we appreciate her taking the time and chatting with us, and hopefully, hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it. It's always, uh, it's always a good time, you know, when we can uh, chat with Miss Wilma. So... There, yeah, there we go. That was Miss Wilma. She, you know, she's like I said, she's sixty-eight years old, and um, she actually she wasn't feeling very good today. She uh, she has Meniere's. She was kind of dizzy, and but she said, "No, I want to go on. You know, I I don't want to let the people you know let people down. I want to go on and entertain them because life is tough and uh, it's important to her. So uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what that, that's her. That that's what that's what Wilma is. That's what that's that's her character." So she doesn't feel good. She's dizzy, but she, by God, she still got on the phone and you know had a good time. And uh, uh, that because she just that's something that's really important is is to try to help people and uh, kind of get your mind off the stress of life sometimes. And we we need you know we need more people like that in the world because Lord knows we got enough negative nonsense in this world as it is. Uh, but you know that's. Um, well, I, I have. Yes, I have, uh, Alex. Now, I want to remind everybody that I, if you don't know the schedule, the schedule that we're here, we're here on Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have Bible study then. Okay? So it's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Oh, you're very welcome, Alex. I, actually, Alex, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll uh, mention just a few things just one sec. Uh, so it's, it's Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Bible study. And then Fridays is our paranormal show. So Fridays are that's at 7 p.m. Eastern. And matter of fact, just yesterday I uh, interviewed uh, my my friends, uh, the Midnight Syndicate group. They're just amazing, uh, folks. I'm telling you, if you uh, if you have if you if you love music, that's gothic, that's powerful. Uh, I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta get these albums. They're phenomenal. They they, they really are. And by the way, I, I talked to him uh, the other day. And I said, look, I really want to use uh, your The Fallen Grandeur as my opening. Uh, can I do that? And they said, absolutely. So Fallen, uh, they have given me permission uh, to use, uh, oh, thank you, <laughs> they use uh, their, uh, their Fallen Grandeur as an opening song. So I, I'm very, very excited about that, really excited about that, because I just, 
I think so highly of them. So a Midnight Syndicate, S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-E, MidnightSyndicate.com. Thank you very much, Elena. Um, that's it. Go there. They have a brand new album out, guys, and it is really, really cool. Uh, the new album is called The Brimstone Club. And, man, it is just, the album is phenomenal. It really is. It's phenomenal. Uh, oh, certainly will. Sorry about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll certainly keep you up. Yeah, I, I love, I, I always have this up. Uh, I've been doing this for this show for 20 years, so I always have this up. Uh, normally, I wait until like late September, but I'm like, you know what? No, I am ready for fall. I am ready for it. Bring it on. Let's go. So this will be my background uh, from now on. Uh, on Fridays, it changes, of course, to the spooky background because it's just ambiance. It's fun. Uh, but this will be the background until we get into November. And then we change it to some um, uh, Christmas trees. So, yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fall. I'm red, I am so ready to go. Uh, what is their genre? Well, um, their genre really is, um, well, they, they set up now. They said uh, I can play it any time. Uh, so they've given me permission to play it. So Facebook and YouTube do not ban me for copyright violation because Midnight Syndicate has given me permission to play their music. Every time, every time I get I get banned on Facebook or, or YouTube, uh, it's 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 getting crazy. I got I have permission to play their music, so uh, let's uh, play this. Um, here, here's a let me turn this off. This is the new song that I will be able to use as my new entrance because they've given me permission to do so. This is my all-time favorite song of theirs. If my phone. Isn't that amazing? So yeah, uh, this is a fallen grandeur. Is um, is they've given me permission to uh, use that? Uh, so that'll be my. I'm going to be working on a new introduction uh, for my Fridays and my uh, my Friday shows, and I'm going to be using that. The uh, they also uh, they they said I can play uh, the music to let you guys know about the uh, the, the new album. This is uh, their brand new album called the Brimstone Club. I'm telling you, it's MidnightSyndicate.com. Yeah, they're uh, it, now they do have vocalization like a, a a couple of music where it's kind of where it's kind of like a, a person singing along with it, but not more like vocal like vocal. This is amazing. This is a close, I mean, this is pretty amazing. It's the Brimstone Club is the album. Isn't that cool? And it gets really powerful there. Man, 
and I'll tell you, well, they, they are just phenomenal. Uh, but this is the Midnight Syndicate. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure YouTube and Facebook, you copyright violation, even though I've said 500 times I have permission. But uh, anyway, yeah, you, I promise you, you, they have, I think, over 20 albums now, close to, I think, 25 albums. They also have a, 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 a Halloween CD that is music that so all the people throughout the years have said, you got to put this song on your album. So on your on your um, uh, on your Halloween CD, they also have a Christmas. Uh, they have a Christmas CD, too, which is really cool. Uh, very, very cool. So check it out. Midnight Syndicate dot com uh, and uh, make sure you get them. I, I have all their albums because they're just truly amazing. Well, I'm very sorry, Santi. If you're having trouble with the loss of your son, didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, Santi, I tell you what, why don't you send me a message there on Facebook? On, uh, send me a private message on Facebook, and then we'll talk privately. Um, I think, yeah, let's do that. Um, but just make sure you send it to the right one, facebook.com forward slash Bishop James Long. So make sure you send it. Make sure you, uh, yeah, Manhattan Zero is pretty cool, but they're, uh, Midnight Syndicate's a bit uh, more on the horror, gothic. Uh, it's just pretty amazing. So, yeah, but uh, Santi, just uh, again, facebook.com forward slash Bishop James Long. Okay, just, make, just send me a message to the right one. People keep sending me to the right, and I keep telling uh, this is the one you need to go to. The one that has, well, hold on, I'll show you. So, well, just Bishop James Long, facebook.com forward slash Bishop James Long. Uh, that's the one that you need to go to. I'll show you that way you can see it because I have several because of the church. So that's the one. Okay, so it's that So yeah, uh, send that to there, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 talk privately about that. I think that'd be good. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I I I, I love spook. I love spooky music. You know, I, I think uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, but I honestly, I like. Um, I mean, John Carpenter. We talked about that yesterday on the interview uh, with Midnight Syndicate. John Carpenter, the Halloween soundtrack was tr- was brilliant. Brilliant and and really, uh, I mean, the Halloween theme is not that difficult to, to play, but it was just it's just brilliant. Yeah. Okay, if you have a question, go ahead and ask. Okay, so what are your, some of your questions, and we'll get to because I have I have other uh, quite a few. Uh, They did that song. Oh, no, 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 no. That's John Carpenter. John Carpenter did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Alex. Yeah, oh, yeah, Alex. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, I have seen uh, Alex. What I have actually seen is a full body apparition uh, before. Uh, I've also seen a demonic entity that uh, manifested itself to try to look like a child. Uh, there was a mom who did some things in, in, in her younger life that she shouldn't have done. And she lost her four-year-old son. He kicked the ball out in the street, and he ran out to it. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately. And uh, two days later, she was in his room, and she was singing his lullaby. Like, and she was like she was holding, like she was holding him. 
And uh, so the, we got involved because the, the, you know, they were obviously the, her mother was there. She was living with her mom and they, they were concerned. So I, I, I went in there and I heard her singing on, on, the, on the bed and holding. It looks like she was holding. And so I opened the door and I took a picture. And you clearly see a full body apparition of her, of what looks like to me her son, but it was not. And there were some things that were going on in the house that clearly indicated to me that this was demonic. So then uh, that's what a, a, a demon will do. Uh, they, will, they will attack you at your most vulnerable state. And uh, she, she had played with a Ouija board when she was younger. And so that led her, that opened her up to, you know, the, the demonic receiving the invitation. Yeah, I, I'm not really a big fan. There's a lot of people like that try to scare everybody about, oh, if you watch a scary movie, a demon's going to come get you. And, I, you know, I'm just not really big into that because the intent is not, you have to have the intent. You're watching movie for entertainment purposes. You're, if you're watching a movie for the sole purpose of trying to communicate with a demon, that's completely different than just sitting and watching the movie to be entertained. So it's all about the intent. So, no, I, I, I'm not a big fan or, or believer that just because you watch a scary movie that uh, demons going to come get you. If that was the case, then I'd be possessed a million times. I've seen plenty of horror movies, uh, and I just don't, I don't buy into that. I think that's a scare tactic to frighten people. Uh, and I wish people, that's just, you know, my personal opinion. Uh, by the way, I did go see the movie. Uh, oh, you're welcome. I went to go see the movie called uh, The Last Voyage of Demeter. I think uh, Demeter, I think that was the, 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 how you pronounce it. Well, this is interesting. So let me tell you uh, about this because um, I'm going to read from uh, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm going to give you uh, the, a synopsis basically of what it was. Uh, it's a based on a single chilling chapter from Bram Stoker's classic novel Dracula. The last voyage of Demeter tells the terrifying story of the merchant ship Demeter, which was chartered to carry private cargo 50 unmarked wooden crates from Caparthia to London. Now, strange events befall the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked every night by merciless presence on board the ship. When the Demeter finally arrives off the shores of England, uh, it is charred derelict wreck there is no trace of the crew and for those of you yes it is rated r it's a one hour 58 minutes uh universal pictures is a distributor and um so i did go see it and right now it, it has a audience score of 75 percent and a uh, critic score of 49 percent so what did i think about i i actually liked it uh what i liked about it uh well hello there Corey. Uh, what I actually liked about it was it, it went back to the original. It, it almost reminded me very much of Nesferatu. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the black and white Dracula that had the fangs. You know, and it, was, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the Dracula that sparkled. There was no sparkles. Uh, and so, <laughs> rather, when you went in the sun, I mean, you burned and you, you, you put in flames. Uh, but no, the, these, the, this vampire did not sparkle. Uh, he, but he reminded me very much of the, the vampire, and it reminded me of Nesferatu. Uh, I have not called that. I have not watched that one, uh, but I do want to watch The Sound of Freedom. 
Uh, but I, I really liked it. It was, I think they did a great job with the ambiance. And uh, there were some, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a horror movie, so it's, it's going to scare you in some part. I mean, I, I'm, I, it's hard for me to be scared because it's like I've seen so many horror movies and I've performed 30 exorcisms, so it's kind of hard to, but I do think they did, I think they did a good job. So I, I don't believe 49% I would disagree with the critics. So I, I, I think it was, a, I think it was a very good movie. Personally, it's a movie that I would, I would buy for a collection. I wouldn't mind buying it. So uh, unlike uh, the, uh, the Pope's Exorcist, I would not waste the penny on that movie. Uh, that was unbelievable. I mean, the end was just stupid. Uh, it, I haven't seen The Nun too. But the Pope's Exorcist was was not bad. In the beginning was not bad. The middle was good, but the end, I just, I it was so dumb. I I walked. I, I actually walked out of the theater. I was so irritated because they, it just ruined it. They ruined it. So I was like, nope, that's I'm done. This is stupid. I'm not. I'm not wasting my time anymore. So, but that's just me. Yeah, it's not freezing up here. I, I don't know why it might be. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, let me let me know if you guys are because uh, Lita's saying it's freezing up for her, but uh, it's not, I, I'm watching it here on you. Know, it's not it, it, it's not freezing up here, so yeah. Did you, uh, Sharon, did you like the Pope's Exorcist? I just didn't like the ending. It's like why? That's the thing. Why? Why do they have to go so extreme? See, that's why the the Exorcist, the Exorcist, it was so, was such a classic. I mean, obviously, with the head spinning, that was a little strange, but. It was just, the way they did it, the way they presented it. It didn't go to the extreme. But when you have the Pope's exorcist, he's well, he's above this little pit, and I was like, oh come on, come on. Uh, so to me, it's just dumb. Um, oh, you mean vampires don't wear glitter and eyeliner? Right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of this artificial intelligence and the be able to speak to Jesus and all this other stuff. I just think that's dumb. I, I think that's um, that obviously it's for entertainment purposes only. So I wouldn't waste your penny. So there aren't 200 sites with demons. I have no idea what you're referring to. Uh, so, so folks, if you have a question, just ask it because I have three different computers. Uh, I have three computers here, so well, there's a lot of people asking questions. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, TikTok is having some problems tonight, so. Well, thank you there, uh, Yvonne. I appreciate that. I've been asking. So there's a lot of people asking. So right now I have, um, let's see, I have 73 messages on Instant Messengers, and I have 23 messages on YouTube, and I have 19 messages on, on Twitter, and then I have a chat here, a chat here, and a chat here. So one person. Just I'm trying to look at all three screens and all, so, you know. Uh, do you know your popes? I I don't I've never met them, so. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I really don't know. It, it's not it's not freezing on my end, so and it's and it's definitely not the computer, so I don't know. Um. Oh well, thank you very much, Mystic. I appreciate that. Yeah, we haven't. We don't know about the second. It's the second uh, season yet, so we're kind of waiting on that. How do you know if someone needs an exorcism? Well, 
Uh, I mean, if uh, if someone is going through extreme trauma, uh, where they're they're being attacked physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, and uh, there is a clear distinction that the person has, usually if a person has, um, like for example, if they were a religious person, and then they had an extreme aversion to religious objects, uh, and, and also not only that, but they would know because they're being bitten, scratched, they're being hit. Uh, sometimes burnt, uh, and then the, what's demonic obsession is they begin to, it begins to interact with them, so they begin to hear the voice. So the individual knows that there's something not right. Now, when they're possessed, they don't remember the stage of possession, but they certainly know what leads up to the stage. Well, they could be mental illness, but uh, guys, I don't know. I don't know why it's freezing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. But uh, I can't fix it. I don't own Facebook, and I don't know. I don't own uh, TikTok, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's possible that I might have to uh, see. I'm using a Spectrum, uh, the router, and I'm really thinking about getting rid of Spectrum router. And actually getting a, a, a real good quality uh, router. Because I, I, I have, um, yeah, there's, some people are saying it's fine. Some people are saying it's not. So I, I, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I can't fix it. I mean, if, if you have three people saying it's freezing and everybody else saying it's fine, I, I don't know. Uh, but so I, I am really thinking about, I am really, really giving it serious thought about getting a... Um, an actual router that's not Spectrum. Um, so, okay, first of all, how do you know if it's a mental illness uh, versus, and again, people, there's a lot of people asking questions. I can only ask, answer one question at a time. So just be patient. Uh, first of all, mental illness doesn't cause you to levitate. Mental illness does not cause you to have knowledge of, of dead languages, uh, Aramaic or Hebrew or, of course, Hebrew is not Ar- dead languages, but Aramaic or Latin or other languages you've never studied or known. Uh, mental illness does not all have carvings that will appear on your body. Uh, mental illness uh, does not give you the ability, what's called the prognostication or retrocognition. So there are clear signs that an individual uh, who, who has uh, uh, the issue of possession versus mental illness. So you can clearly, without question, uh, differentiate between someone who's truly possessed and someone who's mentally ill. Now, there are times where, obviously, the person may not levitate. Okay, that's fine. But that's why we have a psychological evaluation performed. We have to. So anybody who tells me, anybody who tells me that they want a, um, uh, that they want a, uh, an exorcism, I tell them I, I won't do this on command. And I don't. And people tell me all the time, I demand an exorcism. Well, you can demand it all until you're blue in the face, but I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not here at your beckoning call. I'm not a servant. I'm not going to serve you as if, okay, yes, I'm sorry. You know? it's, not, it's, not, it's not how it works. So, Can someone get possessed by someone who doesn't harm the person? No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I hate. I, I just don't like Spectrum. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm just because it's so many so many issues, you know. So I don't know. So what? Okay, what? What? What about this? I don't understand the question. Do you know? Never said sent anyone to die for man's sins, according to Deuteronomy twenty four sixteen. Okay, I, I don't understand. Oh, you're trying to oh you're trying to discredit uh, Christ. Well, we're we're not going to allow that. So, uh, if if you know you have your opinion, I have mine. But we're not going to allow anyone to come in to discredit uh, Christ. That's not going to happen. I don't go into anyone else's life and try and discredit, uh, you know, their their uh, rabbis, their prophets, uh, their teachers, and I'm not going to allow people come in to do that here. So if you're going to come in here, then you're going to respect my faith just as much as I'm going to respect yours. But I'm not going to allow you or anybody to come into my chat room to try to discredit the divinity of Christ, nor am I going to engage in a conversation or argument with you. Uh, because uh, I, I think that's very uh, offensive. You want me to respect your faith. Well, by God, then it starts with you respecting mine for two. What goes around comes around. So I'm just, I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in debating. I, I can, if you want to have a conversation that's respectful, then we can say that. But you will not come in and disrespect my faith and then expect me to say, oh, yes, no problem. I'll be more than happy to have a conversation with you about theology. But you will ask it respectfully, as I will with you. So, oh, I'm very, very sorry, Kat. Very, very sorry. What, Kat, what is your, uh, what is your mom's name? Yeah, see, I have friends that are all walks of life. I have friends that are, are, are Jewish, that are Muslim, that are agnostic, that are pagan, uh, atheist, uh, and um, I have friends. So, oh, oh, Judy, may the perpetual light of Jesus shine upon her, and grant her eternal rest. Uh, I have all. I have friends from all walks of life, and you know what? Here's the deal: uh, my Jewish friends respect my faith. They respect what I. They respect this is my faith. I respect theirs. My Muslim friends respect my faith. I respect theirs. Uh, my pagan, my my agnostic friends, we respect each other, and we do it with respect not to try to discredit or attack one of see i think we've had enough i think i've had i know i've had enough of the of the attacking i've had enough of that nonsense because it just adds negativity you know what i mean i just why 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 add to that why feed into the negativity doesn't make sense And I have, like I said, I have friends that are Wiccan, pagan, agnostic, uh, atheist, and um, literally all walks of life. And we all respect each other. That's called being an adult. So, okay. Um, Yeah, I I will certainly say, uh, say, say, uh, dedicate Mass, yeah. Uh, what, What about Pope Innocent? Uh, where can you go to get uh, New Testament by the monastery close here? Well, actually, uh, Lynn, what you can do is you can download the Blue Letter Bible app. It's free. Uh, it's Blue, Blue Letter Bible. 
and uh, it, it's really it's a great little app. I, I really like it a lot. So I would encourage you to to download that. So, I mean, are you? Oh, the witch trials was ridiculous. The witch it, it was preposterous, and it should have never happened. Never. And and, and I and quite honestly, I, I find it appalling that it did. And and in many ways, it was to take uh, take property and ownership of assets of individuals uh, that did not kowtow to, you know, uh, the particular church or organization, which I disagree. If you, I don't know if you're referring to, there's a couple, several uh, popes throughout history with the name Innocent, by the way. You, people don't, may not know that. There was, um, the most well-known pope is uh, Pope Innocent uh, III, who reigned from, uh, I think, 1198 to 1216, something like that. Uh he was very, very, very significant in the medieval period time. Uh, so he he had strengthened the uh, the authority of the papacy and expanding its influence, and uh, he played a major role in the Crusades and the papal elections in the Fourth Lateran Council. So, but yeah, I, I, I so, yeah, I have Suzanne. I didn't like it. Uh, thank you very much, and thank you for the gifts to the ministry. I apologize if, if I'm not said thank you individually just because I, I'm trying to answer all these questions. So thank you. Oh, Saskatchewan. I've heard this beautiful. I've never been there. Yeah, I, I think uh, there, there are some, some, some crazy, crazy things uh, that has happened in, in, in history. But, uh, hey, if it happened, it happened. I'll tell you. I mean, I'm not going to hide anything, so... Yeah, oh, 80, 80, almost 84,000 likes. Thank you for that as well. No, you're not. First of all, Charlie, no one has any authority to tell you that you're going to hell. Nobody. And if anybody tells you that you're going to hell, then you need to tell them you're not God. The only, the only source that can tell if you're going to heaven or hell is God. That is it. That is it. No, no man, no man, no woman, no body can tell you if you're going to hell. Not, and if they do, then they're doing exactly, thank you, they're doing exactly what Jesus told them not to do. We do not have the authority to judge one another. Now, uh, and I've said this before, can you say, yeah, we, I, uh, I do, Sheila, can you say that an act is wrong? If someone goes rob a bank, yep, you can say that it was a wrong act. That was an evil act. They shouldn't have robbed the bank. Okay, fine. But what you can't do is say that person is in hell. That's what you can't do. Because now you are playing God. And uh, that's blasphemy. Well, I think, how do you subscribe? That is a great question. And um, I feel terrible because I don't know the answer to the question. Uh, Could someone help out our friend? Hello? Hello? uh, With uh, subscribing. Um, The star thing. Okay, there's a, oh, there's a star thing right here. It says right here, uh, right there, there's a star thing. I think you got to push that button. Oh, it's right above my head? Okay. There we go. What is that? Yeah, I think I'm going to. Uh, I, I really do believe I, I need to get... Um, I think I'm going to get a, um, a, a, a better router. I, I really do think I need to do that. 
because I, I am not a fan of, of Spectrum routers, so I, I think I need to. How do you know if God forgives you? You simply ask. You go to God. You ask for forgiveness. You make a, a perfect contrition, meaning that you're not trying to say, okay, God, please forgive me because I want something out of it. You go to God legitimately because you're sorry for the action. And that is what you need to know. That's it. And then leave it and then let it go. God, God is always there waiting for you to just return. Uh, the, I've talked about this so many times in Bible study, the prodigal son story, the lost sheep, the lost coin. There, are, It goes on and on. God is always there ready to forgive you. But you just you have to ask. You have to ask. So, yeah. yeah there, well, there's a lot of theology questions on today. That's kind of strange on a Saturday. But that's okay. Um, well, aliens <laughs> answer to God. I, I do. I, everything. Everything. Uh, um, everything answers to God. Well, I feel like that's a trick question in D-K-A-P-M-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll play the angel song. Thanks for reminding me. Do you need to go to confession for forgiveness? Well, uh, the ca- in, in, in the Catholic Church, we, we believe... Uh, in venial sin and mortal sin. So mortal sin is a blasphemy. And uh, so uh, the sacrament of reconciliation is, is important because obviously that was established by Christ uh, when he told his disciples to go and forgive sins. And the, those sins are forgiven. Those that are retained are retained. So we believe uh, the sacrament of rec- reconciliation is very good. However, uh, I, I encourage you, it, ask God for forgiveness and you'll be fine. Yeah, again, bracelets, guy. Well, we know that's the Ten Commandments. Uh, but are, are you talking about when he actually broke them and then went, had to go back and get, get more? I mean, I don't understand. We, we know the Ten Commandments, so I don't know. Um, no, I, I'm not going to get into. Uh, I'm not going to get into attacking the Muslim faith. I'm not going to get into attacking the Jewish faith. I'm just not going to. I just. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. I, I just don't. Um, and actually, what's, what's interesting is on the on the commandments. Depending on uh, the art in in some ancient old art, uh, they have um, three commandments on one tablet. And actually, in seven on the second one, for example, so we see some ancient art there. So it's pretty interesting at how many people always assume it's five and five, but but it is interesting. Yeah, well, there's 613 law of the, uh, the uh, Moses uh, of uh, in the Torah. And uh, it is um, the Mosaic Law, uh, the Holiness Code, and the Holiness Code is—you've heard seven? Well, no. Well, no. There were three on one tablet and seven on the other. So, in some ancient artwork, 
uh, many times you'll see on one tablet you'll see three and the other ones you'll see seven so there and there's other artwork that has five and five but yeah uh, Jeff well, we, we're respectful here we don't we don't disrespect people here we don't res- we don't disrespect people's faith um, we don't disrespect we we require people respect everybody so uh, i i just we don't go, we don't do that we don't do that here there's plenty there is there are plenty of other uh there are plenty of other tiktoks out there where you can fight and with people and argue with people and tell them that they're wrong and all this other stuff but uh we don't we don't play that game here so thank you very much Yes, I, that, that's a theory, Angel, but I, I haven't heard, I, I haven't found that to be true. I've got to, um, yeah, I don't know what's what's all these... This is because, you know, we're here every Saturday and it's very strange, but um, no, no, well, William, I'm not talking to you. I was talking to someone else, but I don't want people coming in and saying, you know, you've all been lied to and Christianity is a big lie and all this. I, I, it's so disrespectful. It just, it's just so, it's so disrespectful. Uh, and um, I don't know. I haven't found that to be true, Angel, uh, as far as the, 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 flutes and all that stuff so what do i preach well it, it i'm here every sunday every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern standard time i teach scripture matter of fact six months actually for six months i taught revelation verse by verse and so we teach the scripture i teach the historical context to the scripture to why was it written to whom was it written for what was going on during the time in which it was written uh so i encourage you uh to to join us every sunday and wednesday we have bible study at 8 p.m eastern standard time uh, we don't talk politics here. I don't get into politics. I'm not, I'm not interested in talking politics here. Uh, if you want to learn theology, if you want to learn uh, the historical context to why passages were written, then this is the place for you. So, but if you want to argue politics, this is not the place for you. Uh, because I just don't. I have my own political uh, views. Uh, I, you'll never know them. You'll never know them. Uh, thank you very much. And that's primarily because, and I've said this before, um, I, I disagree, Jeff. I disagree. Uh, you cannot have religion without politics. They are both. I, 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 I would agree with you if you were right. Because there is objective truth and subjective truth. Objective truth is God's law. Subjective truth is it's hot in here, it's cold in here. God's law is always objective. There's no subjectivity in, in God's law. And so I am not interested uh, in, as a matter of fact, if you read Scripture carefully, Jesus uh, was, not, was not at all afraid to take on the political uh, establishment in his time, and he certainly did so. As a matter of fact, that's what got him, one of the reasons what got him killed. So he was not afraid to attack uh, cultural beliefs of, of looking down upon this group or that group of people or whatever. Uh, 
I mean, he, he was not afraid to do that because he spoke objective truth. So I, I'm not going to sit here and talk about whether or not uh, I am, uh, I am, I am a, a Trump supporter or whether I'm not, or whether I am a Biden supporter or whether I'm not. Uh, I am not going to talk about it because I want people who are liberal to feel comfortable to be able to speak to me without feeling judged. I want people who are, who are conservative to be able to come speak to me without being the fear of being judged. So you will never hear, you will never hear politics argued here. Never. I keep my politics private. Because once I, once I start arguing or espousing a political view, then I automatically alienate 50% of the people who might come to me for spiritual guidance. And that to me is, a, that is just the opposite of why I took my vow as a priest. Uh, okay. Uh, if you have a question, you got to ask. There's a lot of people asking. Uh, I, I, I am. Yeah. Thank you very much for the heart. I, I don't know. I, I'd have to see the picture about your son. Yes, you, if there's a crime, you need to report it. I've never been haunted, no. An out-of-body experience is really interesting. Um, it's basically where where your consciousness leaves your body. Now, some people do what's called astral projection, which I am not a fan of. But there have been people documented cases of near-death experiences, uh, Irene. And you can go to a website called nderf.org. Uh, so the website, again, is nd, as in dog, erf.org. And um, I agree. I agree, Port Paranormal. So uh, that's, uh, that's a great website. And that's people who have clinically died and who've come back. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff, I've told you several times to stop and now you're blocked. That's it. And don't, and don't, con- and don't contact me. And, oh, I wasn't being disrespectful. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. You're, you're, you know what? I, how many times? I'm a very patient man to a point. But I'm not going to allow someone to keep going on and on and on and on because they're bored and they want to get attention on a Saturday night. We're not middle school students here, so that's it. You're done. Do not contact me and do not ask me to unblock you because it'll be a cold day in hell before that happens. I mean, really, seriously, how many times do you have to tell somebody? Good grief. It's annoying. Yeah, you can go to our website, usocc.org. Yep, that's that's the name of the website. It gives you all the information there for usocc.org. Yeah, I studied with the Benedictines and the Jesuits, which was wonderful. I mean, I love the Benedictines. I'm a Benedictine myself, so. You know, I tell you, the infilled house, I agree, um, well, see, the out-of-body experience, that's a, see, a lot of people, the, the NDERF is really a great site. And I encourage you to do that uh, if you have not, uh, if you have not checked into this, because it, it is uh, one of the best sites in the world, one of the best sites in the world. Um, and it's people who have clinically died who've come back. Okay. 
I certainly will. Uh, Shimmer Cat. Yeah, let me just uh, let me put this on the note. Austin. Thank you, Judy Ann. Yeah, because I just got a notice. I, I think it is the router because I just got a notice here on the, this little iPad here that is a poor connection, Internet connection on uh, Instagram. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a router. I have to get a router because I think, it, I think, it, I think this whole mess is uh, the Spectrum router. So the difference between uh, astral projection and out-of-body experience, good question. Um, and it really depends on who you ask. But ast- for my experience and knowledge within the paranormal community and talking to people and just learning and, and studying it myself. Astral projection and out-of-body experience. Out-of-body experience is also known as OBE. Our terms, they're often used interchangeably, uh, but they can, they can have slightly different meanings, though, depending on like who's using them. So in general, both terms refer to the phenomena of a person feeling their consciousness separate from their physical body. And, and being able to explore other realms or dimensions. This can happen sometimes during sleep or any, even in a meditative state. However, some people tend to view astral projection as more of an intentional and a, a controlled practice where one actively tries to induce uh, you know, the, um, the experience uh, through techniques such as relaxation, visualization, energy work. Uh, astral projection, for those of you who don't know, it's often uh, associated with the belief that the consciousness uh, or astral body is able to travel to different planes of existence. On the other hand, out-of-body experience refers to uh, the, the spontaneous. It's an uncontrolled um, instance, for example, of separation from the physical body uh, that can cause, uh, that can occur actually during the near-death experiences. Uh, it also occurs sometimes during sleep meditation or a result of a traumatic event. And uh, out-of-body experiences are typically described as feeling like floating above uh, one's body or standing next to it and observing like the surroundings. So while some people see a clear distinction between astral projection and out-of-body experiences, others view them as a different interpretation. And, and, and some people say that it's the same phenomena. Uh, so it really just depends on, on, on the individual who, because it's very subjective, uh, in the belief, but that's the best way how I can describe it. Yeah. I, no, I, I never went to the, uh, the demon house, uh, Zach's, the, the house that Zach bought, but I have talked about, uh, I have talked about, um, the house itself and, I think, it, I think it was a smart move for him to buy it. See, people don't understand. You got to understand. Zach, see, well, people say, well, why did Zach buy the demon house? Well, because he did a documentary on it. He made a lot of money on it. And he bought it for $35,000. And not only that, but remember, he had 24-7 access to that house. So... Yeah, I, I, I do not, I, I would not suggest anybody try astral projection. I just, because out-of-body experiences, people tend to tell me usually that that's something that you can't really control. It just happens, whereas astral projection is the in purposeful intent. So that's why I'm just not a big fan uh, of, of that. So, 
Uh, well. Yeah, I'm trying to answer as many questions as I possibly can, folks, but there's a lot of questions, so I'm, do I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. I promise. Okay. So I'm just people are asking questions on um, uh, instant messages as well. So it's kind of like okay. It's amazing. Yeah, some uh, some clown keep taking the meds, man. People are just nasty. People. Some people can be really just. There are some people that they are just bound and determined to be hateful. Uh, Shalom, I certainly will. You're welcome. You're welcome. I agree. Hello there, San Antonio. Yeah, Judy Ann. Uh, some people are just nasty. Uh, you know, but you, you, that's the thing. Uh, I, I, when, I, when people are nasty and they say nasty things, I really do. I, I believe in my heart that person is projecting the inner turmoil that they are they're, that they're, they're projecting their own personal demons. And it's sad because uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there who really has a lot of stuff going on. So how is the devil or demons allowed in churches? Well, because you have to remember there are, there are a lot of pastors and I use that term loosely that, that preach not the gospel. Uh, they preach things that are not in scripture at all. Uh, for example, the prosperity gospel is blasphemy. And there's a lot of people out there who preach this, and it's it's disgusting. And the prosperity gospel uh, is just the opposite of what Jesus taught. That's uh, it's all prosperity gospel basically teaches that, that God's going to bless you based on how much money you give a ministry. That's it. Your blessings are strictly going to be on that. That's all. So the less you give a ministry, the less God blesses you. That's blasphemy. That is not biblical. And and it, it is appalling. Well, thank you very much, Ellen. Thank you. It's appalling that any pastor would preach that. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, but, but don't, please understand, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, we see Paul talks about this. He says, for there's going to come a time when people won't listen to the truth, but will go around looking for teachers who will tell them just what they want to hear. They won't listen to what the Bible says, but will blindly follow their own misguided ideas. And there's a lot of that going on today. So um, you can go to usocc.org. That's the name of the website. Arthritis, okay. How what? Well, because you have to understand, uh, folks, the, the, even the devil can quote Scripture. So when you have a pastor, again, I use that term loosely because some pastors are doing terrible things, then, uh, you know, they, they can spew all kinds of nice words out there but that's why you have to be above reproach you have to make sure that what you're teaching is scripture that you're not introducing false doctrine 
such as, you know, the all about uh, you got to give money, give money, give money, give money. It's, oh, come on. So there, there's a there's been a lot of there's been a lot of pastors who've done some terrible things. A lot of clergy has done horrible things. And those those pastors fall under what's called ordinary demonic activity. The demon will tempt them. They fall under the temptation. They then commit the sin. Well, they it, they're allowing the demons to enter. So this is why I'm very strict about who I associate with as far as not charging people uh, and uh, not taking advantage of other people. It's very important. Now, just because someone calls them a pastor, anybody can call themselves a pastor. Go on, go on YouTube or TikTok, and you'll see a lot of these pastors. It, it's fraud. Um, it is, it's blatant fraud. Who are commanding that people give them more money? I mean, it just—it's um, like it just—it's it's appalling. It really is appalling. Yeah. But just type in prosperity gospel, and you'll see pa- there are pastors that will really call people out in the middle of service and say, you didn't give more than 10%. You need to go back in the back of the church to the ATM and get the money out and withdraw it. The, the people have actually said this. There was a, there's been, a, a, again, a, a, false, a false teacher that was uh, very upset very upset and said, don't come up to, to the altar call, the altar call, because, you know, people, the altar call is, is more of a Protestant term where you'll go to the altar and you, you'll ask to be saved. And there are these false prophets, false teachers that will say, don't even come up here if you don't have at least $5,000 of a love offering. Don't do that because I'm not going to allow you to disrespect God. That's how, that's what they do. So they use it, they twist and turn these terrible things. And look at it. Watch it. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, you just take a look at it. Um, well, tithing is biblical. Oh, l- listen, uh, that's apps. I have no. That's not the point. Uh, tithing to a ministry is absolutely important. I couldn't do this ministry without people helping, because I don't get paid as clergy, and I don't charge people to go to their homes and bless their homes. I pay it out for out of my own pocket. So t- there's nothing wrong with tithing. Nothing wrong with it. But what prosperity gospel says is that you're, God is going to bless you based on how much money you give a church or a ministry, that your blessings are contingent upon how much money you give. That is blasphemy. The blessings that God gives you is already given to you because you are a child of God. You can't pay for God's blessings. The blessings are free. You just have to receive them. And you have to be willing to accept. But for any pastor to say, no, the, God's blessings is based strictly on how much money you give, that is not right. That is false. So that's what I mean by that. Nothing wrong with tithing. Nothing, nothing wrong with tithing. Uh, but uh, that's right. That, 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 and that's what you do. You, if you give, it, you give to the ministry, you give to the ministry. But no pastor should ever make you feel guilty. Because you didn't put $75 in the collection plate, and, and, and instead you could only do 25 that week. And there, and there are pastors that will. There, again, there are pastors that will tell you, do not come up to the altar for an altar car unless you have $5,000. Don't waste my time. That's what they've said. It's on, it's, it's, just do it. Just Google it for yourself. 
That's what I mean by that is that they're not listening to the Holy Spirit. That's not the Holy Spirit. So. Oh, how to be a cult leader? Oh, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I have to watch that because I haven't seen it. Um, KDP, what's that? I agree. Again, there's nothing wrong with tithing. That's not the point. Nothing wrong with it. What is, is when a pastor makes you feel guilty because the pastor says you can give more and God is not going to bless you now. That is what I mean. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Layla, I, I agree with you. Um, okay. It's never, ever, ever. When is it ever okay to own a person as property for life? Come on. Really? Come on. Why? Why would, why would you? I mean, that can't be. A, why? Tithing is not a sin. Now, tithing is not a sin at all. But no pastor should make you feel guilty. I don't understand the questions. No, well, I, I definitely believe in alien life. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I, I definitely believe in uh, that there's something going on. And thank you for the gifts to the ministry. See, that's the, not one time. The, this is what I mean. This is, okay, here, perfect example. There are people who are offering gifts to the ministry. On, on TikTok. Okay. That's beautiful. Because they're, they're, they're wanting to help. And that's, that's great. The prosperity gospel. Thank you. Prosperity gospel would say this. I'm the pastor of the church. And if you really love Jesus Christ. Then you're going to give me five universes right now in a row. And if you do that. Then God's going to bless you. But if you don't. Then you can't expect to be blessed. That's prosperity gospel. That's blasphemy. Not one time, not one time, not ever, never, never, ever, ever, never will you ear, ever hear me say to anybody, oh, please, somebody give me a, a tiger or, 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 or a universe. Come, come. Please, do. not one time, not one time will you ever hear me say that. Not once. And I'll never say it. Never. So that's the difference is what I'm trying to say. No, I don't believe, uh, I don't believe uh, aliens or demons. I just think they're created beings. Yeah, yeah, country. I, I have lost a lot of weight. Um, Fatima is interesting. Fatima is interesting. I, I, I believe that there's something there. Well, thank you there, Bill. Well, see, I never really liked the term ghost hunting. I've never really liked that term. Uh, I've always been kind of investigating it, I think, is, is a bit more appropriate because you're not... Uh, because they're spirits, and so to me, it's kind of like I'm, I just—I've always cringed at the term ghost hunting. I, I would certainly say you, you need to understand that uh, you got to be careful, and uh, if you're going to investigate a place, you need to know there are, are consequences, and uh, do not communicate with anything that's evil. Uh, Padre Pio, yeah, the stigmata. No, no, Don. Uh, the, no, I've talked about that actually. The earlier, just earlier, it's, it's uh, the Pope's Exorcist movie was just 
the, the beginning of middle was okay, but the, the end was stupid. Yeah, so stupid. I would like to go to Skinwalker Ranch. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty. Yeah, we have 120, almost 125,000 likes. That's very nice. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, that's a good question. There's a, there's a, uh, um, someone asked earlier, and um, someone is also asking on Messenger, what, what is the soul in spirit? Well, that's a big old uh, $25 theological question. The the term soul and spirit um, in many circles, theological circles, are interchangeable. But there are some theological and philosophical distinctions that I think that can be made between the two. So in many religions, uh, and, and, and philosophical traditions, by the way, the soul is considered to be the eternal essence or essential self of a person it is often associated like with qualities such as consciousness self-awareness the capacity of moral judgment now the soul is believed to survive death and continue to exist in a new form or in some form obviously besides the body now on the other hand some theologians will say that the uh, spirit is often associated with the life force or, or vital energy that animates uh, living beings it's sometimes seen as a, as a more uh, dynamic, um, uh, ephemeral aspect, like of a person's being. So it's capable of leaving the body during certain experiences, like dreams or out-of-body experiences. So, and actually, it's, what's interesting in some belief systems, the spirit is considered to be the part of a person that connects with the divine, or or transcendent. Uh, so, it just depends on who you ask on that, but. That's how I would define it in its most generic form. It can. Uh, rotten, rotten flesh, rotten meat can occur. Uh, it's also sulfur, but there's also other things. So, Now, we, we, we do not live on a flat earth. Uh, the, the firmament, uh, is, because people talk about the firmament, the firmament is mistranslated. So uh, we we ha- we it's very it's clear we we do not live on a flat earth. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a flat earther. I have no idea what you mean, uh, Mom. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm I'm. Yeah, I, I will. I, I'll look into the uh, the uh, the new thing. So, well, you shouldn't. You, know, you shouldn't. Uh, I, I would angel. Uh, I would find somebody that uh, has those abilities and speak to them and make sure that you find the right one. You know, generational curses are interesting um, because there's a lot of people who talk about the the generational curses, but it kind of I, I have always. I, a theological issue with that uh, because it would seem very unfair that you would be punished based on something that you didn't even do. Uh, okay, generational curses, for those of you who don't know, they're their belief system uh, or negative patterns of behavior that are passed down through generations of a family. So the curses can be like related to a range of aspects, including like addiction, poverty, abuse, destructive relationship patterns. Um, 
the idea is that the negative patterns or behaviors can carry forward from one generation to the next, impacting the family members involved. But breaking generational curses often involves addressing the root causes, seeking healing and therapy, uh, making conscious efforts uh, to change patterns or behavior. So I, I look when I think of generational curses, as I look more of Perhaps maybe what was someone, if you're born into a family that has uh, whatever, let's say uh, that that we're all addicted to, to, to substances. Well, to break that generational curse is to say, nope, I'm not going to go down that road. So I look at uh, I look at the culture. I look at the family unit. Uh, I, I kind of look at that first uh, before thinking of some uh, other theological argument that might explain generational curses or so. Well, no, the revelation is very clear that the end of the church age, the, the, the church age will occur before, thank you, before tribulation occurs. So. I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, there's a lot of people who've said that, oh, I just had, I just talked the other day about all oh, this one guy saying that uh, Nibiru was supposed to crash into the earth last week. Well, here we are. So, you know, no, I, I performed 30 exorcisms and, and they've all worked all because God allowed them to work. So I, I, I'm not, uh, I don't, I have no, I cannot on my own ability to expel a demon. It is God. I'm working as an instrument that God is using and the person will be delivered in God's time, not mine. So, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? Or uh, by the way, I'm I'm going to remind everybody that. Um, well, thank you very much. I'm going to be here tomorrow, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We teach. I teach Bible study. It's open to everybody, and we have a first reading. We have a second reading. We have a gospel, and I'm also teaching uh, the books of the go- uh, the gospel right now, of uh, the Bible. And so Miss Wilma will be joining us, and she teaches uh, our children's Bible study. So she jumps in, and you know, I give you the adult perspective, and then she jumps in and gives you the kids' perspective. So uh, you're, you're more than welcome, everybody, you know. Yeah, it's true. I, I like that, yeah. We can't wait for the Bible study? Yeah, I love doing it, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting, uh, Fred, about the, the thoughts on people hearing trumpets or horns in the sky. That is interesting. I got to tell you. Uh, but yeah, I I haven't heard it. I'm a skeptic by nature. So, but I have to be because if I if I didn't, okay, if I believed in every every person who told me that they were possessed, then I would believe ten thousand nine hundred and nine people are possessed. So this is in four days. And then people want to know why I can't respond to them. Four days. So 10,900 emails in four days. So that's why, you know, I do the best I can. I don't have, I don't have a, a, a staff. I am the staff. So I, I, you know, I do the best I can as far as answering emails. But um, someone was asking about the angel. Um, so we'll do that before we head out. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, an elderly woman went to Israel. And she loved this, um, 
She loved uh, the 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 choir singing. Uh, I think it's this one. Let me just double check. She loved the choir singing, and she recorded it on a cassette. And uh, hold on, I got here. Yep. So what it was? So she recorded. Hold on. She recorded this on a cassette player. And I think this was in the late 70s, maybe early 80s. And uh, it was a uh, Christian church in Israel. And uh, she just loved it. And so she forgot to turun it off. So the choir stopped singing. The, it's Alleluia. And the choir stopped singing. But what happens is there is music that continues. But they don't hear it. But when she goes back home to play on, you know, to, to listen to the, to the, uh, the choir, uh, then uh, she actually hears uh, this, this recording that was not there. So I'll play it. This has been validated. Uh, there was no tampering with this at all. This was, like I said, this was a cassette player. So they didn't have digital stuff. She didn't have it. She was, what, she's elderly. I mean, she, uh, but um, there was a, a professor, I forgot at what university, but he checked it out as well. And he verified that this was not tampered with in any way. So it's quite powerful. It's quite powerful. So you'll hear the music uh, and then it'll stop for a few seconds. And then you'll hear more stuff. And that is where... Uh, it's not supposed to be there. Obviously, it sounds not great, but this is the choir. This... There is no choir singing. Nobody was singing at this time. They didn't hear anything. So that's, um, yeah, that was a cassette recorder. And she, uh, that what you heard at the very end, there was no, there, she, they heard nothing. So if they had heard it, it would be a disembodied voice, but they didn't hear anything. But when she got home and she played it, uh, she was just 
I mean, she couldn't believe it. And so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. It is pretty, pretty powerful. And that, that really was, uh, one of the most, I mean, powerful when you hear it, uh, it, it's different obviously when you're trying to do it over the microphone, but when you actually hear it, it, it just makes it even that much more powerful. So, uh, but no, you can't find that anywhere. It's it's a, people ask all the time, and what I don't like about it is people when I play it, people then are, are downloading it and recording it, and I wish people wouldn't. Uh, you can do that's fine, but don't don't. Uh, people are doing some shady stuff with it, and I. Just, that's why that's why I don't play it very much. So, uh, but you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. So, and, and it, it is powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who are on uh, Spreaker, I'm going to say a good night to you and thank you for being here. 